Hey, hey, it's your boy Luan back again with another episode with a very special guest today. I have AJ Diaz. He's the owner of Roots R Us and has been in the industry for over two decades. He is also an avid real estate investor and uh, also do a lot of charity around his community uh, and volunteer project uh, as well. Welcome, AJ. Well, thank you, Juan. Uh, it's a it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. I looked at the uh, list of people that you've had on, and I, I feel kind of unworthy to to share the spot with with such a, a distinguished group. But I appreciate you having me on anyway. Bro, you one of the top dog, man. What are you talking about? You know, sometimes like, sometimes when you're in the middle of it, you 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 maybe don't realize that. But you know, yeah, we're you out know. here just trying to do the best we can and, and get through this life like everybody. Yeah, you know, a AJ is such a such a humbling man, but like the man is a straight up baller, straight up killer. He's uh you know get like a dozen of payoff uh Airbnb, Airbnb property and is one of the best uh in uh you focus on insurance one of the best insurance roofing company in, in the nation. Uh, he he won't tell you that, but I will. So welcome, AJ. Well, well, thank you. The, you have a lot of kind words for us. Um, you know, it's it's me, but it's also the team that uh, we put together. You know, I, I give uh, the credit to them because they do a, a lot of the stuff. I couldn't do it on my own. Right. So uh, so tell tell me a little bit about AJ. Like, what what make AJ AJ? Well, you know, I, I grew up, I, I think, uh, you know, your uh, upbringing is huge. And I grew up with two really good parents. My parents are very devout Christians, and, and they were very involved in the, the church community and things. And they instilled, uh, you know, a lot of good values in me. And, uh, you know, you just, you even if you want to forget your upbringing, you know, many times you can't. So my mom is uh, uh, George and Jana, or my mom and dad, and boy, they they you know uh, really worked with me to make me the person that I am today. But you know, there came a point in life where I made some decisions that weren't uh, weren't the best, and I had to have a conversation with myself at some point in life and and decide, you know, what am I going to do? You know, what am I going to do? Am I gonna am I gonna be? You know, uh, am I going to go this way or that? You know, I was at a, a fork in the road and I, I made a decision, you know, that that I wanted to, uh, you know, be a, the kind of person who was a, a family man and, a, you know, person that gave back to their community and and tried to mentor others and, and run a business and, you know, do all those things. And, you know, I think the biggest challenge is when you try to do all those things, it's holding being able to keep all those balls in the air and be able to do it successfully you know so you know that's it's been a process of working on things um i've had some really good mentors you know people who have who have helped and guided me you know people who have took an active approach in that and then people that i've just watched and i've and i've been able to be mentored by what they're doing and and you know, take away, you know, things that I can add to, to what I'm doing. And, uh, you know, people like, you know, people that, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I watch some of the things that you do, you know, on TikTok and what you got going on on Facebook and things like that. And I make little notes. Oh boy, I like that. You know, and, 
And and there's always a process of, you know, you, you see other people being very successful and you say, what can I glean from that? And what can I take from that? And and, you know, apply that in my own uh, business or life or, you know, parenting or whatever. So that's that's kind of the nutshell of, you know, how I've, uh, you know, uh, started, you know, got to the point of where I'm at, at today. So talk to me a little bit about the personal development, right? The mindset behind that, like how hard is it to change who you are from your current state? Uh, well, but, you, you know, let let me let me use the 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 story of you know I, I've a couple times I've always struggled with my weight, I've always struggled with uh, being in shape and struggled with my weight and things. And one of one of the things oh, I lost you, one one of the things that uh, I I really had to uh, to work on was making changes with that. You know, nobody wants to lose weight and get in shape, but then just gain it back and you know be back to where they started. So, you know, with, with that process, uh, you know, it takes change. So I had to start incorporating, you know, different things that I, that I wanted to, uh, to make sure that that change happened. One of the things I heard that was kind of interesting, and I don't remember who said it, but I seen a video on TikTok and, and I think they were talking about, uh, Hulk Hogan. And they said that Hulk Hogan used to say, when you don't feel like going to the gym, just go to the gym and do a little bit. So, you know, sometimes when I'm trying to make changes and, and it's tough and this and that, and I feel like I want to slide back into, you know, whatever bad habit I had, you know, I, I just I just try to, you know, make the next, next right to decision or I try to just do a little bit of good. If I don't feel like doing a lot of bit of good that day, I you know, I, I just, you know, kind of try to do things like that to help me make those changes. For example, with exercise, sometimes I don't feel like going and exercising for an hour. But I say to myself, well, you know what? I'm just going to go for 30 minutes. But then I go there and I end up doing the hour. So, you know, that's, I think, how change works is you got to, it's a bunch of little baby steps, a, a bunch of little things all chained together. And that's kind of how I approached it. Because um, my mom says, you can eat an elephant one bite at a time. And that's kind of how change works, you know. You, if you ever thought about eating an elephant, you could never do that. But if you ate it one bite at a time, I suppose you could. So you know, that's that's kind of where where I'm at when it comes to change, any change in my life. You know, if I'm trying to exercise more, if I'm trying to uh, post more on social media, or or this or that, bunch of little baby steps all put together. Mm-hmm. Baby step. That's a that's a that's a concept that. Um... That is used like, you know, like people write books and they, they, they put some fancy name to it, like atomic habit, baby step, you know, don't, don't try to shock your system too much. So I think that's really, that's a really good point to touch on that. Like, um, you know, you got to start somewhere, right? And sometimes, sometimes I just look at it like, okay, I'm not going to do this the rest of my life, but I'm just going to do this for today. I'm just going to do it. Let, let me just get through today. And then we'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And then tomorrow, I'm like, okay, this might not be forever, but I'm going to get through today. And if I can keep stringing enough days together, pretty soon I got myself a habit. And, mm-hmm. and that's, you know, I don't know how the, um, you know, the, the big movers and shakers of the world do it, but this is a system that I've found that works for me. So that's, you know, that's what I try to do is, uh, you know, a, a lot of little things string together becomes a big thing. Mm. What uh, 
beside work and running a real estate empire, uh, going down and do setting up all this Airbnb. What do you do for fun, AJ? What what's what give you what's give you the butterfly in your stomach? I, t- I tell you what, you know, the all of us when we, you know, I've I've I had a I've have a friend that's big in the business world, and he says that we got to look to the why. You know, the why? Why are we doing this? You know, is it to build a legacy? Is it to build a business to pass the family? Or what's the why? And for me, I think the why is it comes down to uh, I want to spend more time with the ones I love. I want to be able to have more cool experiences and be able to go things and enjoy this time that my parents are still alive and, you know, things like that. So what drives me to uh, you know, sell more roofs or to book more people in my rentals or, you know, any of those things is my desire to spend time with family. Mm-hmm. I have uh, my wife, Shalane, she means a lot to me. We went through struggles, but we've, we've, you know, always came out the other end together. And, and we, you know, we've, uh, I really believe that she's the person I'm meant to be with. I have a seven-year-old son named Owen, and I'm hoping someday that he'll step into my shoes and do what I'm doing. And I, you know, I really want to be able to provide a living, provide you know the kind of income that allows me to spend more time with those folks. Mm. So your family is big for you, personal relationship big for you. Tell me how 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 does that impact your your work life if you don't have your personal life in order? Well, I think it's, we got to have both, you know, the uh, bills have to be paid, you know, car payments, house payments, gas and lights, food, we have to do that. And, and, you know, of course we want more than just that, but you know, what good is it if we don't have our family and if we don't get to spend time with the ones we love? So, you know, I always try to try to have that work balance, you know, I'm always working, you know, working super hard, looking forward to that next break. You know, I'm looking forward to that next time we can go do something really cool. You know, so I uh, I, I really enjoy that. And, uh, you know, my my son is already seven years old. That means, you know, 11 more years, he's going to be a grown adult. So I don't want to I don't want to miss a moment of that, you know, and I'm sure you don't want to miss a moment with your children. So, you know, we work hard because we want to provide these nice things for them. We want to have a nice life, be able to retire with money in our pocket. But we also want to take time to smell the roses. Mmm, mmm, smell the roses. Yeah, you're right, man. Um, I I was uh, I was on another podcast earlier last week, and um, uh, they say something. Uh, uh, it's Benny. Benny say something that uh, really resonated with me. That if the year flew by. You know, you know how people, you know, like coming up on year ends, like, damn, this year flew by. Damn, this year flew by. Then you haven't really lived. Because if you live, the year should feel long. You just, if you're present, you should experience all of this experience. Because, because, sure. if, because if we keep running, 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 then you know we're always looking for the next problem to solve, next next thing to work on, next thing to work on. But we we and I'm a guilty of it at charge. You know I don't really stop and be like, 
Well, you know, in, in our industry and in, in, in these industries where we have entrepreneurs, everybody wants to hustle and grind and build a legacy. And, and I don't take that away from anybody, whatever their why or whatever they're doing, that's fine. That's, that's perfectly fine. But I've told you the story before and I'll share it again on here. Disney, Walt Disney was 66 years old when he passed away. Florida Disney, the Florida Disney we all enjoy going to, didn't happen until five years after he was in the ground. So, you know, you think about that, you know, he never seen that. He never got to experience that. He was building and planning and doing this and doing that. But then cancer took him and and he wasn't here to enjoy it. So, you know, I think it's really important. I watched a documentary about the Blue Zone and these centenarians and areas of the world where people live to be 100 and things. And, you know, I, I seen some of the things they do, you know, and I think to myself, well, maybe I can't do all that, but I can apply some of that. I could stay active. You know, I can, uh, you know, uh, surround myself with people I love. You know, I can do certain things to make life not only as long as possible, but as enjoyable as possible as well. Mm enjoyable um so it's almost like you know you you are there to craft your perfect life right like the business has to quote unquote serve you i think one of my mentors tell me this uh, the business the whole purpose of the business is to serve your lifestyle well and, and you know i if you're th if i'm thinking of the same mentor you're thinking of he, you know he mentions the importance of, you know, building a business that serves you. And, and I, I 100% believe in that, you know, that, and, and that doesn't mean the same thing for everybody. Maybe I want to homeschool my children and I want a business that allows me to have the kind of income that I can support myself, but still take on that endeavor of homeschooling my children. Well, if that's what I want, well, then that's the business I need to create. And, and I agree with that 100%. I am, you know, and it's an everyday thing, but I'm trying to craft uh, a business that fits my life. And and it's a work in progress, but, you know, I, I'm getting there and I really enjoy that. What I got to be careful of, though, is that I don't let other people's Facebook life or their social media life kind of influence what I want to do. Get me off track. You know, whatever, you know, when they're popping bottles and smoking cigars and doing this, that I get sidetracked and I think, oh, boy, maybe that's what I need to be doing. I need to remind myself that this is this is the why this is how I'm getting there. And I got to stay on track with my vision and not get sidetracked with, you know, other people's vision or what they got going on. Mm. So that's uh, that's such an important point. Right. Uh, and then uh, because if you. And it's good to emulate people, right? But only the bits and pieces that you found that is, wor is worthy to be incorporated into a vision. Like if this guy is building a hundred million dollar business, but you don't want to run a hundred million dollar business, then then it's the action. Their action is geared towards building a hundred million dollar business. Uh, but if you're copying that guy, like that had nothing to do with you, then all of a sudden you look around, hey, I'm not myself anymore you kind of lose a sense of self, wouldn't you think? That's how I feel. I think the most important thing in life is to be be authentic. Whatever you are, it's most important to be authentically you. And, you know, I can't pretend to be Luan. I can't pretend to be Caitlin. I can't pretend to be any of these people in the industry. 
I'm me and I'm always going to be me. So all I can try to do is be the best AJD as I can be. And some people are going to like me and that's fine. You know, I welcome them. Some people are not. And that's okay too, because, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, but the, the most important is thing that I think I can be is, is be genuine and be me. Mm, mm, mm. So good. So good, man. Um, let, let me think about this for a minute, be you, but also we also, the, the second part of it is also be you, but also be the future you, trying to be the future you, or whatever the version you're trying to be, like if you're trying to lose weight, right? For example, if you're trying to lose weight, then you have to do the activity uh, to get to that point, right? So it's it's kind of go like, like I don't know how to put this in the word, but we always got to be be better than who we were yesterday because things let, let me see if i can help you yeah i think what you're talking about and and you said this earlier but i i want to kind of put a new spin on it you said well you know what uh you know how do you make changes you know you talked about being a, a better version of yourself i think what i'm not interested so much in making changes what i am interested in is growing and i think that's what i'm interested mm. in doing is growing to be the best version of myself that I can be. So, you know, in the past, if I was lazy about exercise or I didn't make my health a priority, I'm not going to, you know, change. What I'm going to do is grow as a person and understand the importance of, of you know, uh, activity and healthy eating and all the little things that I need to feel better and function better. So, you know, in all areas of my life, I want to take a look at as a parent, a friend of mine says that undisciplined boys turn into a, a friend of mine mentions that undisciplined boys turn into undisciplined men. Well, I need to work on being a better father so I can give that discipline to my child that he needs to become the best version of himself. You know, um, many times I don't want to do that. You know, many times I don't like discipline in my own life. Uh, the great Mike Tyson, Iron Mike, he says that discipline is doing what you hate to do, but doing it like you love it. And, you know, when we're making these growth, when we're growing as people, as we're growing in our business, things like that, many times that, uh, that discipline is, is very tough, uh, very challenging. We don't want to do it. It's not comfortable, but we got to do it like we love it, even when we don't. I lost you. Can you hear me okay now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna cut this out. But uh, uh, you've been in the business for 20 years. Uh, what else the similarity that you see, like the cycle that you see? Because uh, I'm sure there's bad time and there's good time. Uh, what do you suggest people to do doing not so good time? And what do you suggest people do when that is actually a good time? Because uh, I've got mixed review from a lot of contractors right now. For a lot of them right now, it's a terrible time for them. But for a lot of them right now, it's a great time for them. But uh, what what are your some some of your suggestions? Well, I, I think that they're both right. 
it's a terrible time and it's a good time. It probably depends on you. You know, oh. are you a hustler and a go getter? You know, it's it's you know for those folks that that don't do what they're supposed to do and and don't follow the program. It's a horrible time. And for those people that follow the program and hustle and market when it's slow and do that, it's always a good time. There's not a bad time. So, you know, there's uh, the nice thing about when people think there's a recession or when think people think it's a bad time, then those hustlers can get out there and scoop up all those people that are not being being served because everybody's partaking in a recession. Everybody's partaking in poor me, you know? So I, I think that there's, uh, you know, that's, it's definitely a time when people feel that way. It's a time to hustle harder because there's there's a lot of opportunity there. But let me tell you, I can't I can't speak for everybody, but I can tell you what what I believe. I believe in the principle of making hay when the sun shines. So when money comes in, and you know it's good times, and and you know we we got an abundance and things like that. I believe in things like paying off my vehicles, paying off my house, paying off my equipment, all that kind of stuff. Because when we're a principle that they use in the Christian community is they talk about being a steward of what you're given. When we're good stewards of what we're given and we take those those things and we get those houses paid off and we get those cars paid off and we get all that stuff paid off, then when times do get us a little slow, we're not as worried and we can get out there and hustle and we can get out there and do that because we don't have those everyday worries about paying those bills. We're like, okay, you know what? Heck, I'm going to go out here and I'm just going to hustle. I mean, what do I got to lose? You know, worst case scenario, you know, I, I end up right where I started. Best case scenario, I pick up some more clients, jobs, whatever it may be. So that's what I would do. I would first of all not buy into the to that poor me, you know, it's a bad economy situation and I would just hustle no matter what, just ignore everything that you hear. And then number 2, when that money does come in, make sure you get it in the right spots. You know, I think that's so important. I'm uh 47 years old and my house is 100% paid off. Mm. And I I you know, I love it. I never think to myself, boy, I wish this house wasn't paid off. I absolutely love it. So, you know, I don't know if that's, you know, sometimes when interest rates were low, people would say, boy, that's that's not all that sophisticated. You know, boy, you know, you could do this and you could do that. Maybe I could. But for me, I sleep better knowing my stuff's paid for. Oh, damn. That's uh, that's that's so good because uh, we. You know, you hear all of these finance guy and all these uh, investment guy. You should never, you should never, you should never, you should never do this because you can put. But the thing is that now I have to pay somebody to manage all that shit for me, right? Uh, yeah, you know, I'm. I like when shits pay off. Me too. You know, I like when shits pay off. Uh, that's like I don't care if the interest rate. Three, four, five percent, and I I know that uh, you're a big fan of just you know making your money and stashing it right away because what you're doing is you de-risk in your life, and then not a lot of people talk about that concept because uh, what do we do as human when we have a stash of money? We go we fucking spend it on stupid shit. We spend it on we tend to if I have money chances are I tend to overspend on shit. So all that interest rate that I'm supposedly saving, 
oh, that's a fucking, you know, a hundred dollar at a, a restaurant, you know, like all this and that. So, uh, so I, I totally align with your principle right there. And uh, I, I, I think it's, I think it's so important. And I, you know, it, it's probably one of the most controversial things I say. You know, is is the whole thing about the paid for house? You know, I say it, and somebody always gets in an argument. They always claim that they're more sophisticated when it comes to you know finances than me with this uh, you know wanting stuff paid off. But I like it. I, you know, I found that it it makes me feel better, and uh, you know, it's it's a good way to be. It's a good way to be. May not be for everyone. And, and he, here's the thing: I throw it out there. If if you see some benefit in it, do it. If you don't, try something else. But for me, it's been very beneficial. It sounds like it's been beneficial for you as well. Yeah, I uh, all the big improvement and like you know how people like to finance their stuff. I pay for the deck myself, all cash. I pay for all the whole improvement in my house, all cash. You know, I pay, you know, almost uh, the, 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 the house that I'm in right now is, is the payment is only 1100 yeah. right? So, like, I had an opportunity to upgrade back in the day, but I look at my, my financial, you know, it's, you know, making more money. But I really don't want a forty-five hundred dollar home payment either. Like, what if, uh, what if, uh, what if something go down and that bro was to be gone? Like, I, it's easier for me to make an eleven hundred dollar payment versus going. Mm -hmm. Let let me let me throw this out there. I mean, when we get down to the nuts and bolts of it. I, you know, and I, I'm just, I can't speak for everybody. I'm just going to speak for me. But, you know, I come home, I, uh, you know, sit down on the couch, turn on the TV. I walk over to the fridge, maybe, you know, get a sandwich or at dinner time, I grab a plate and go sit on the couch. I use the bathroom. I take a shower. I go to bed. You know, I'm, I mean, I could do that in a $200,000 house. I could do that in a $2 million house. My life isn't going to change. You know, I that much. I used about three rooms in my whole house, and that's that's it. So, you know, I don't see you no know, point in overcomplicating it. You know, I like a few nice things. You know, we put in a pretty fancy shower at our place, and and boy, that's really nice. And you know, there's a few other things that I've kind of little things that that I've got a little bougie about that I that I like, and and you know, they've kind of become things that I wouldn't want to part with. But I don't think there's no point in going overboard, you know. Uh, you know, like me and my wife, we we drive pretty modest cars. You know, I got a Ford F one fifty. She drives a Ford Explorer. You know, with nothing super exciting. You know, just functional, nice vehicles. And uh, I think there's something to be said for that. I, I definitely think there's something to be said for that because, like you said, you never know what tomorrow's going to bring. So, you know, it's it's better to err on the side of caution when it comes to things. And uh, you you say you told me we had this conversation uh, a, a while back, but uh, you mentioned that, that you are a avid real estate investor. How how did you go from roofing and deciding uh, Deciding, you know, my money need to be invested in here instead of uh, keeping it in the bank. What's 
what led you to that uh, that uh, uh, venture? Well, the roofing business is super competitive. There's everybody wants to be an exterior because there's there's good profit margins and quick turns, you know. So exteriors are a real popular category for people to be in. For me, I I didn't want to be chasing roofs forever. You know, I just did not want to do that. I wanted to be able to have some more passive income, you know, income that would come in regardless uh, if I was working or if I wasn't working. I wanted to be able to travel and and do things and things like that. So for me, it, I, I realized that, hey, if I'm going to work hard and make this money, I need to get this money in in spots where it's going to work for me. And that's kind of where I looked at real estate. Um I'm not, you know, I'm not a big, you know, I don't think of myself as a big real estate guru, but, you know, I, I think I have a basic understanding of it and enough that I can make money, you know. So, you know, I, uh, I, I employ, you know, a lot of the little principles that I've picked up along the way. I, you know, I wasn't, uh, I don't have any uh, big formal education. I don't have an MBA. I don't have a big college degree or anything like that. I'm just, I'm just a, a guy with a basic education. And I've, I've learned a lot of these things along the way, you know, just the hard way, you know, so I see the value in real estate. I see the value in having something that continues to produce money, regardless if you're working or not. And that's why, you know, I've got involved in that. Wow. Wow. So, um, so we had just started, you know, dipping our toes into real estate. You know, I bought a house, we bought a house uh, right behind our house turn that into the Airbnb and just kind of, you know, test the water a little bit and it's about to go live here. And it's like, uh, you know what? It's kind of nice having your money parked in there, you know? Um, so we'll, we'll see how it goes, but, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that, uh, I'm just predicting either in the future, either I'm going to buy businesses or I'm going to buy real estate. Yeah, no, I think that's I think that's good. And when you think about it, if you're going to park your money into something, I mean, it's way better to park it into real estate or buying businesses or doing something as opposed to just spending it on lifestyle, because that money probably will go somewhere. So it's just, you know, do you want to get it plugged into something that's going to make you more money or do you want to end up tricking it off with whatever, whatever you do, gambling, golf, whatever man hobby you got or, you know, your woman shopping or whatever, you know, in the depth of a thousand cuts, pretty soon you're broke. So I th- you know, I think I think it's important to get it, it plugged in. But, you know, I want to segue into something else, though, too. I want to say this. It's not all about me. You know, I, I think, you know, something that I'm really passionate about, you brought it up in the intro, was helping others and mentoring and doing stuff in your community and things like that. And I'm really passionate about that. In the past, I've done a lot of that stuff and I've just kind of kept it to myself. I haven't said anything, but in this 2024, we're going to start taking some of the, some of the community stuff we do and turn it into content that we can put on our, our TikTok page for Roofs R Us. Because we were, you know, we, as a company, as, as my family, we were the first, if somebody had some kind of issue and they just didn't have money, but the issue had to be solved, we were the ones that just jumped in there. I have a good friend named Sean Kelly and Sean says, you know, you're either part of the problem or you're part of the solution. 
And I always believe that I want to be part of the solution. So if there was an issue, I was the first one to jump in and say, you know, you know, here I am, send me, what do you need? You know, and, and that was kind of where I was at, but now we want to use it as an opportunity to, you know, show off not only what we're doing, but, you know, uh, create some content, you know, so we can, we can show that this is the kind of heart, this is the kind of spirit we have in our business. Mm. So we're, we're going to do that. Uh, and we're really excited about that because I, I really think it's important. I also like doing, I have different people that mentor me and, you know, I, I mentor, um, I have a real good friend of mine named Logan and, and I don't know who's mentoring who in that relationship, but we help each other. You know, Some days he's mentoring me, some days I'm mentoring him, but we help each other. And I really like Logan. He's a good dude. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Logan Wadsworth. He's a up and coming uh, contractor, real estate person, and he's a, a plumber in our area and he's doing big things, you know, and stuff. And, and boy, we, we work together and try to get that synergy of trying to help each other out, you know, in, in kind of a brotherly way. I don't, and I, I, I dig that stuff. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm big, as you know, I'm big on networking. I will, uh, I will talk to just about anybody and everybody you yeah. know, uh, because I believe that everybody had a own unique story, own unique experience, own unique upbringing, own unique business that we can all learn and you know from each other. So I, I obviously I really enjoy doing this podcast, and I hope that it does bring value to the listener. But uh, but part of the reason I do this is because I just enjoy talking to people. You know, Absolutely. and uh, and uh, and that's there's uh there's there's something to be said about you know doing uh have having fun along the way while you're doing it, right? Yeah. And you you touch on this a little bit. Hey, you know what what does it matter if I can't enjoy it? I think one of the most enjoyable parts of my business is the people. And all the cool people I meet, you know, if if I was doing something else, maybe I wouldn't get to meet them. Maybe I wouldn't get to hear their stories, you know, things like that. So um, I also think that that's sometimes the most challenging part, too, because I've heard people say, uh, I used to be a people person until people ruined it. That's that's very true as well. But, I, you know, I really I really enjoy that. And, and uh, that's a fun part of what you and I do is working with people. Uh, and uh, and you you don't talk about this in public a lot, but uh, one of the things I really like that you do is you uh, you get back you get back a lot to the community. You uh, you take a lot of mission trip. You build houses, uh, you know, for people, and um, you know, just being a good human in general. Tell me why that's important. Uh, when we are blessed with this uh, this knowledge, this business, this money, this riches, this loot, tell me why that uh, giving back is so important to you. Well, you know, we've been, I have a good friend in the Christian community that said to me, he said, AJ, you've been blessed with an abundance. And, you know, I really, I really feel that, uh, you know, I have, and, and maybe not all monetary, maybe it's the friends and the family and all that comes together to be that blessing of abundance. But, you know, earlier this year, uh, back in April, I got a chance, a real good friend of mine, 
invited me to go on a, a mission trip with a, com- uh, a company called Baja Bounds uh, Organization. And we went down to Mexico and we did some home building down there. That was my first time going on anything like that. But it was it was crazy to see how little they had, but, you know, how satisfied they were, you know, and how, how what an abundance a lot of us have. But yet, you know, we're, we're really unsatisfied with where life is. And it, it really put in things into perspective for me, you know. So, you know, I feel like um, I, I'm a, I've been blessed with a lot, but I need to be a good steward of what I've been, been given and I need to help others. You know, it's not just about me. You know, I need to come along and reach out and reach down and get a hand up to those other folks that are struggling, those other people that need help. Um, I've uh, been able to help about a dozen people uh, get get their uh, legal driver's license. That is something that I, I've done. You know, different uh, part of that group has been, you know, folks that have worked for me, uh, you know, people I knew that had lost their driver's license and had, had struggles with that. In today's world, you have to have a legal driver's license. And I've been, I've been able to help, you know, several, several people with that. Um, I've also, uh, there was a, uh, a gal in our neighborhood and she, she had, uh, a situation where a boyfriend got addicted to drugs and he, uh, cut the air conditioning condenser off the house and scrapped it. Well, she had an insurance claim. We not only put a brand new roof on, but we took the profit from the roof and we put it in a brand new furnace and air for her free as charge. You know, so it, it's things like that. I know that that I've been blessed and I've been blessed, you know, way more than I deserve. So I feel that it's it's part of my my mission to go out there and give back and try to help as much as I can. And that's what we try to do. Well that's awesome, man. Um what what advice would you give people if uh if guys feel a little lost right now, winter, slow time you know, uh, winter, slow time, maybe the money is not hitting their bank account as regular, or maybe there's no money in their bank account. And, uh, you know, what advice would you give them for them to see a little bit past these season of trying, the obstacle, the test? Uh, how, how how you overcome this, this, uh, this blue? I call it winter blue. I, you know, sometimes I just kind of remind myself that it's always darkest just before dawn, you know, things like that, you know, just, just thoughts of, you know, that, Hey, there's going to be a better day. But I think that more than that, you know, more than just a platitude or a little saying, I think it kind of goes back to what you're doing when times are good. You know, if, if times are good and you're like that, that squirrel storing away those nuts and, and and being a good faithful steward of what you have, well, then when times are slow, well, then you're going to be on vacation. You're going to be going to trade shows. You're going to be going to industry things because you're not worried about things because you were a faithful steward of what you were given when times were good. I think if you're getting out there hustling and you're and you're doing what you need to do to bring in new clients and things, when things are slow, you're not worried about it because you know, you did what you were supposed to do when things were going. Then that that time off just becomes a, a nice time to have a little downtime. 
you know, forecast for your business for the coming year, maybe get some of those things done that you know that you needed to do in your business, but you were too busy during the busy season and, and things, you know, won't uh, be as bad. So I guess the answer is it's not so much what you do during, you know, what we do now to kind of shock our system or make us feel a little better. It's like, hey, what am I going to do next year to make sure next winter I don't have those blues that I'm in the Bahamas or I'm down in Mexico on a mission trip or something, you know, I think that that's, that's the, the goal we want to shoot for. Well, uh, AJ, it's been, uh, it's been a good time and uh, having you on this podcast and share so candidly about uh, your experience and your wisdom. Uh, I think that uh, for anybody that's been in the game for, um, you know, more than a decade, two decades even, uh, you've seen something, you experienced something, and uh, what you say here on here, you know, some of it may be against conventional wisdom, but there is some truth to not having to worry about, you know, that, not having to be a slave to somebody else, you know, being good stewarded with your money, give back to the community, all, all of that stuff is, we should be doing that on a regular basis anyway you know 100 let me say this i you we we have a mutual friend that that introduced us and you know i know that the person always talked about how um how impressed he was with you and what a go-getter you are and just how you're just killing it and you know could never say enough good things about you and i you know i i feel like it's an honor to be on your program this is my first podcast Uh, we we actually uh, re recorded this before, but we had some technical difficulties, so we had to re-record it. But I, I really, it's a privilege to be on here with you. I enjoy being following you on all your social media platforms. I like to see all the growth that you've you've made, and I just really appreciate everybody in the in the group that we're in uh, because all of you guys are really helping me to be the best AJ I can be, the best Roofs R Us I can be and just a good community citizen and do the things that I need to in life. Oh man, uh, you know, 2024 is gonna be a great year for all of us, man. I can already feel it. Uh, you know, we've been setting this uh, year up for a long time. And then uh, uh, I know you're gonna kill it. Everybody gonna kill it. And uh, God bless you, man. Uh, talk to you soon. Thank you very much.